James chapter 5, take up your Bibles and go to James chapter 5. MIT Sharon, can you just make sure that the AC is on auto? James chapter 5. Now I'm going to be looking at verse 13 through 16. It's so good. I, I want to just say this really quick. It's so good to have my family in the house of the Lord this morning. My grandmother and my aunt, both of my cousins are in the house. Can we give God a hand clap of praise for them? Hallelujah. I'm reading from the New American Standard Version of the Bible. James chapter 5, verse 13 reads as thus. If you can stand in reverence for God's holy word. It reads, if anyone among you is suffering. Somebody say suffering. Then he must pray. Is anyone cheerful? He is to sing praises. Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith, somebody say faith, will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven. That's good news, y'all. Nothing can separate us from his love. Therefore, confess your sins one to another. And pray for one another, somebody say one another, that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. I want to read verse 16 again. Therefore, confess your sins one to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. As you take your seat, tell your neighbor that you're anointed to intercede. You're anointed to intercede. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. As MIT Danchelle spoke, I uh, prayed this morning. I've been on this sermon series called Anointed for One Another. Tell your neighbor, I'm anointed. I, we've been anointed to love one another. We've been anointed to serve one another. We've been anointed to fellowship with one another. And we've also been anointed to intercede for one another. I ain't got to be on the intercessory prayer team to intercede. That's good news to me. Because watch this. There's some times in the life of a believer where you will need the strength, the support, and watch this, the supplication of another believer that will come by way of intercession. Somebody say intercession. Because despite what you believe, life has a way of beating you up. I, I don't know about y'all, but you've ever experienced some things in life that just seem to cause you to be beat up. Tell your neighbor, I've been beat up before. 
And if that's not your testimony, tell your neighbor, keep on living, keep on living. You, you, at some point, life will beat you up. And here's the reason why we, we've been anointed to intercede for one another. Because there's times where our own strength, watch this, will be insufficient for us to survive. I'm, I'm, there's going to be some times in this journey called life where I'm going to need another believer to pull me up. I don't know about y'all. Y'all think y'all just so bad in the spirit. At some point, somebody's going to have to pull you up. And you're going to need that strength by way of intercession. What do I mean? When you're fed up with being disappointed, when you get to a place where you have no faith, somebody needs to intercede for you. When, when trials are, are seen commonplace and consistent, where I don't have the strength to cry out to God and travail, somebody needs to intercede for me. When you get tired of being persecuted, where you get to the place where you cannot pray for yourself, you're going to need somebody to intercede for you. I, I don't know about y'all. But I've been in a place where I needed somebody to intercede for me. And this is why the Apostle Paul admonishes Timothy with these words in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. He says, therefore, I exhort, somebody say urge. First of all, that all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving thanks be made for all men. In other words, God needs all of us to make intercession. And at some point, all of us will need intercession. This is what the Apostle Paul was saying. And notice what Paul begins with. He says, therefore, I urge. And the word urge is likened to the word urgency. Somebody say urgency. That, that, that means that intercession for one another is not simply to be encouraged, but it's an emergency. Y'all, I don't know if you've ever been in that place where you ask somebody to pray for you. It's not that I'm encouraging you to pray for me. It's an emergency that you pray for me. People play around with praying for folk. That's why everybody can't pray for me. Because when I come to you with a need for prayer, tell your neighbor, it's an emergency. Because watch this, I know how to pray for myself. But at some point, it gets to a place of emergency where I need somebody to play, pray for me. Y'all know how to put a Band-Aid on your baby by yourself. But at some point, you might need to call 911 because it's an emergency. It's, it's no different with this thing called intercession. When I ask you to pray for me, don't wait, don't hesitate, don't contemplate. It's an emergency. Intercession means immediately because watch this, my life is on the line. I've learned in this journey called life that you can't tell everybody to pray for you. Because at some point, my life is on the line. So I'm ask, if I'm asking for intercession, I need it done. Watch this immediately. I've, I've learned in this thing called faith that when people ask me to pray, they send me a text, I do it immediately. When, when somebody says I'm going through and I'm struggling with something, I don't wait. I say, let's pray for this thing immediately. Because when people take, drop their levels of pride to ask you to pray, it's not no patty cake kind of issue. It's something that needs to be done. Watch this immediately. All right, y'all keep playing. Play. Y'all keep asking folk that pray for you. On, on, when it's convenient for them. Now, I don't need you to pray when it's convenient. If we're anointed to intercede, and if our intercession is, is for one another is an urgent matter, hear this, then what does intercession mean? In both the Hebrew and the Greek language, the word intercession is translated, watch this, to meet or encounter God on behalf of another. So whenever I get into this place called intercession, Watch this, don't intercede for nobody if you ain't never met God yourself. 
I, it, it means that I've got to get in this place where I meet God or encounter God on another's behalf. Everybody ain't called to intercede. We're called to intercede, but if you ain't never met God yet, you are not. A, you don't have. You haven't met the prerequisite to intercede for another. And, and, and hear this. Therefore, our anointed to intercede causes us to encounter the God of heaven for the needs of one on earth. I, it, it, that, that means I got to get to the place where God is because there's some needs on earth that need to be taken care of. Somebody say intercession. So, so and watch this. Intercession does not always mean alone. We, we get that. We get that confused. Although I need prayer. Watch this. As I pray for me and I and you and you pray for me, we encounter the God of heaven together. Somebody say together. And, the, and, and watch this. Power is in the place of connected prayer. I, I, if you want powers in your prayer, you need to connect them with the prayers of another believer. So, so I, I'm not just saying that I'm so down and out that I can't pray for myself. But as I pray for myself and you pray for me, watch this power takes place. How, 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 how do I know? How do I know? Because the New Life version of Matthew 18, 19 declares this. Again, I tell you, if two of you agree on earth. About anything you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Somebody say power. power. I don't need you to intercede in isolation. Sometimes I need our prayers to intersect. And when prayers intersect, there's power. Somebody say intercession. There's priority concerning our intercession. That, that, that means it's urgent. There's power in our intercession. That means there's a level of connection. Yet one of the saddest tragedies concerning our anointed to intercede, y'all got to hear me and hear me good, it is that many believers feel like they're inadequate to intercede. Somebody say inadequate. When, when I don't feel like I have what it takes to intercede. Many believers feel that they're too insignificant to intercede. Somebody say insignificant. Beca because I'm not a I don't have a title. I'm not a bishop. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a minister. Why would you ask me to intercede for you? I'm too insignificant. Somebody say you do matter. You do matter. And, and, and even more, watch this. Many of us are inactive in prayer. And so we can't even intercede for anybody. The reason... What, we, we waste our anointing to intercede because we feel like we're inadequate. We feel like we're insignificant. And many of us, I bet some of us in this room, are inactive in prayer. Tell your neighbor the devil is a lie. If we find ourselves inadequate, insignificant, or even inactive, we negate the priority, the power, and watch this, the purpose of intercession. Because someone's life is on the line. And this morning, I want to reveal even more why anointed to intercede is so critical and what manifests as a result of our intercession for one another. And here's a vital disclaimer. Before I get into my text, this, this is a disclaimer, y'all. You can't effectively intercede for another if you're not engaged. Watch this. In loving one another, serving one another, or in fellowship with one another. Don't pray for me if you don't love me. Don't pray for me if you can't serve me, and don't pray for me if you're not in fellowship with me, because watch this, intercession requires relationship. Somebody say relationship. I, you've got to be in relationship with somebody before you can intercede with somebody. Don't respond in prayer for me if you're not in relationship with me, because you're subject, watch this, to pray amiss. If you're not in relationship with me, and you, you see Pastor Keith with a little frown on his face, you might start praying for my marriage when it really got something to do with my job. 
and you're going to pray amiss. And watch this, there's no power in praying amiss because the two of us got to agree together on earth. I hope y'all caught what I just said. Tell your neighbor I got to be in relationship. So let, let, let's examine the text. Let's look at verse 13 through 14. It says, is anyone among you suffering? Then he must pray. Is anyone cheerful? He is to sing praises. Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Here's the first thing that I want you to know. I, made, I just made mention of how vital relationship is to our anointed to intercede. And even more, watch this, relationship makes way for my revealing. Somebody say revealing. Intercession requires revealing. If you don't reveal stuff for folk, I can't intercede for you. All right, so, so tell your neighbor, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. All right, because, because what do I mean? I can't respond in prayer to what you do not reveal. And, and I, I'm, listen, because all of us ain't prophets. All of us ain't got the spirit of discernment. All of us ain't walking in the holies of holies. Some stuff, girl, I ain't got time to go to God concerning that. You need to tell me now. All right, okay. I, I, I'm not trying to be so deep in, in fast 40 days and 40 nights to figure out what's going on with you. Some, some stuff you just need to reveal to me. Reveal that thing. That, and watch this. That means you negate my ability and anointing to intercede for you because you, were, you failed to reveal. There, there, there's this anointing on my life to intercede for Miss Ivera. But if Miss Ivera never reveals what she needs intercession for, you negate my own anointing. Oh, we ain't know that, y'all. Because you were too prideful to reveal your problem. Tell, hey, we got to reveal. Tell your neighbor, I got to reveal. You were too shamed to reveal your sin. Tell your neighbor, I got to reveal. You were too timid to reveal your trial. And what you're unwilling to reveal, watch this, I'm unable to respond to. I can't respond in intercession if you're unwilling to reveal. Now think about this. How many of us are so unwilling to reveal what we need intercession for? God, I just hope somebody catch it in the spirit. And you, you around here about to go in foreclosure and you, you ain't telling nobody. I, I, I just hope they catch this thing in the spirit. My husband beating me upside the head. Girl, you need to take that scarf off and tell somebody he beating you upside your head. So watch this. We can give you intercession and counsel. That's why we got too many folk in church struggling because nobody wants to reveal. And then watch this. We get mad at the pastor. We get mad at the ministers. We get mad at the ministerial staff because nobody ain't catching in the spirit. Well, maybe your behind should have revealed it. I got time to be. I got, I got my own kids to deal with. I'm interceding for them. Make it easy on me and just reveal that thing. And no, no, notice, notice how our foundational text poses these questions. It says, is anyone among you suffering? Is anyone cheerful? And whatever a question is asked, it requires, watch this, an answer. That means for all of us who've given generic answers to a specific question, you will always get an inadequate response. Y'all just heard what I just said? Whenever you give this generic answer to something that's specific, you'll always get something that's inadequate. What, what do I mean? Consider when someone asks you, how you doing? If you always bless, I can never pray for your breakthrough. And, and you know that's, a, we say, how you doing? I'm blessed, y'all. Well, you, we don't know you need a breakthrough. When you always favor, and I can never intercede, watch this, for your finances. 
I know you're favored by God, but you're you, you struggling with your finances, daughter. I need to intercede for that. Oh, Lord, y'all don't, don't like me today. Y'all don't like me today. If you're always well, how can I intercede for your warfare? Don't give somebody a generic answer. Or you always get an inadequate response. And then we give folk a generic answer. Don't you say, oh, I hope they get it. I hope they're in the spirit. I hope they got a little prophetic gift on their life. And we walk away sad because we thought we would get another response. But you gave a generic answer. Tell your neighbor, no more generic answers. So hear this. That means, watch this, your response from heaven might be waiting on what you reveal on earth. Your, your, your response that you're waiting for from God to do in heaven might be waiting on what you reveal on earth. And too many of us get caught up of not revealing things on earth. And here's a word of, here's a word of wisdom, because I hear my mother-in-law, I hear you in my spirit, mama. It, it, this does not mean that I reveal my every struggle with everybody, because everyone, watch this, is not called to intercede for you. That, that's okay, mama? Okay, good. Notice what our text says in verse 14 after those initial questions are posed. It says, then he must call for the elders of the church. This word elder in our text refers to the season. Somebody say season. The sanctified and even more the set apart saint. That means there is a reserved people for who you're called to reveal to. That, now that's good news to me, y'all. That, that everybody don't need to know all my business. Everybody can't handle all my business. So I need to know that there's some people that have been reserved for me to reveal to. I know Miss Alvera loved me, but I, I, I'm not called to reveal everything to Miss Alvera. I know Minister Dominique loves me, but I'm not called to reveal everything to Minister Dominique. And watch, this has gotten us in trouble because people got a title. We assume that we can reveal it to them. And we wonder why that many of us have produced a level of heartache in our lives because we revealed it to elders, we revealed it to bishops, we revealed it to pastors, and God said, I never reserved them for you to reveal it to. Oh, I hope that helped y'all. Because watch this, therefore our prayer must be, Lord, send us and connect us to those who've been reserved for us so that we can reveal to them. So watch this, that they can respond in intercession. The right folk going to respond with intercession, all right? Because hear this, one of the reasons that many believers have failed to reveal is because they revealed the folk that gossiped about them. Soon as you revealed it, such and such who was not in your conversation said, girl, I'm praying for you about your marriage. How you know? The spirit ain't revealed that one to you. Because watch this, I know you're behind too messy for the spirit to reveal anything to you. And we, we reveal stuff to folk, and, and they did not suffer long with us, and they gave up on us because I revealed a certain sin, and I thought they was going to pray for me. Now they don't pick up my phone calls. Now they don't return my texts. They gossiped. They gave up on me, y'all, and we revealed it, somebody say, to the wrong folk. And even those that guilt trip rather than pray. They say, this is the reason you and your stuff. Y'all remember Job, and he had a few friends. Instead of moving to intercession, they tried to guilt trip him. This is why you and your stuff got you in. No, I just need you to go to God on my behalf. We went to the wrong folk, y'all, the wrong folk. But it requires, watch this, intercession, my anointing to intercede requires that I reveal. Somebody say reveal. And now let's look at verse number 15a. 
It says, and the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who was sick and the Lord will raise him up. So the, the next thing I want you to know, when you are beat up, it's hard to believe. When, when life beats you up, it is hard to believe. Tell, tell your neighbor it's hard to believe. And this is why even the father who brought his son who was seized by a spirit to Jesus in Mark 9, he said, help my unbelief. I don't know if y'all ever been there where, you, where stuff just going on and your faith is shattered. It is hard to believe. And, and, and why is this significant? Because it's not simply prayer that the Lord is pleased with, but it's prayer full of faith that the Lord is pleased with. And when it's hard for you to believe in prayer, you need someone who can believe in prayer with you. When, when, when it's difficult for me to believe in prayer, I'm praying because the pastor told me I should pray. I'm praying because the minister told me. I'm praying because my prayer partner told me to pray. But sometimes you need folk that can believe God for you. Tell your neighbor, believe God for me. And here's my second point. Because intercession, when you can pray in the, in the prayer of faith, it produces recovery. Somebody say recovery. All right. So here this intercession that is full of faith will produce your full recovery. That, that means many times when we intend to recover is dependent upon intercession. That's, I want y'all to catch what I just said. There's some stuff that have been taken from us. The Bible says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. There's some stuff that we need recovered. And that's some stuff that we need to recover from. But the only way that we're going to recover it, somebody say, it's by intercession. I want y'all to say, the reason why some of us ain't still ain't got our stuff back, stuff back, because somebody failed to intercede for us. Right? So while you're proclaiming that you should recover all, somebody needs to be praying by faith that I will recover all. Too many of us, we y'all come from Pentecostal backgrounds. Praise the Lord for that. Okay? I, I'm not knocking that. But you can't go around running, proclaiming stuff, and nobody's praying about stuff that is full of faith. All right, so we run around, we shout, we dance, we say we're going to recover all, and we fail to recover it. Because there was something that was missing in your proclaiming. There should have been a praying somebody who was full of faith. Somebody say full of faith. I, I need somebody praying for me that's full of faith. Um, because watch this. I, I believe many believers have, have ex failed to experience recovery because we're proclaiming things in a realm that our faith has failed to reach. We're proclaiming for stuff that our faith is not on the same level. It's in another realm and your faith can't reach it. And when your faith can't reach it, I need to connect with somebody whose faith can. Because when, watch, y'all got to stay with me, because when, when if I've never been a survivor of cancer when I get hit with cancer I will be shattered by my faith so I've got to get connected with somebody who knows who has that level of faith so I got to connect to a Miss Alvera right? she might not have no title but she knows that level of faith so when her faith now goes into prayer the stuff that I can, I'm proclaiming I can now receive and recover oh no okay Y'all ain't feeling me on that. Let somebody who ain't never had no baby before, struggling to have a baby. All right, me and my wife waited eight years to have kids. Was not sure if we would have kids. Let my wife connect with something that somebody's proclaiming. Her faith is already at that realm which their faith, that their faith is unable to reach. I, I hope that makes sense, y'all. That makes sense, y'all? 
And, and no, notice this. God, when, 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 my, when intercession, when my faith can't reach, intercession can. Because when faith and intercession meets, God intervenes. I want you to consider the Canaanite woman who interceded on behalf of her demon-possessed daughter in Matthew 15, 22. I don't even know if this is on the screen, but notice what it says. A Canaanite woman walking from the vicinity came to him, crying, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter, somebody say her daughter. Not her, her daughter is demon-possessed and suffering terribly. Now watch this. When Jesus didn't respond favorably to her, notice the response of the woman. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, is, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Y'all know if Jesus told some of y'all that, y'all would be like, oh, you're right, God. I'm not, I'm not even worthy of the crumbs. Her faith was at another level. So she said, yeah, yeah, God, it is. And then Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed. Watch this. Somebody say immediately. God responds with our recovery when he receives intercession full of faith. I, I need some folk praying for me that got that kind of faith. They're not deterred. Watch this even by what Jesus said. She said, yeah, God, the crumbs are for us. I won't even the dogs eat the crumbs at that fall from the table. She had another level of faith. This is why I love my grandma, because my grandma got another level of faith. All right? Sometimes you got to get around the seasoned folk that's been with God a little bit, that's been living this life, that done seen some things in this journey. They got another level of faith. It was so beautiful to watch, um, to be a part of Ronnie and, um, and Carolyn's Bible. 35 years. I didn't even know that Ronnie just had, two years ago, had open heart surgery. You know, stuff that you would not know that's on their life. All right? But sometimes you got to get around folk that's been through a little something. So when your little marriage that's been two years and shaking, you know, go sit down with some folk that's been with God for a while. And watch this. They can counsel you and intercede for you. That's good news for me because some folk could just pray for you. No, daughter, I need some counseling too. All right, they, if we fail to recover by way of intercession, watch this. Maybe that intercession failed to have faith. If there was some stuff that we asked folk to pray for, if, if, if somebody made intercession for us, maybe that intercession failed to have faith. Because even in our text, as soon as she prayed in the prayer of faith, God moved immediately. Somebody say immediately. Don't, don't pray for me if you're not able to pray. Watch this with faith. Some folk will say they'll pray for you, but they're not praying with faith. I got a debilitating disease, and I'm going to pray for you, but don't pray if you ain't got no faith. I, ooh, I done seen her. Your wife came in. She's looking kind of sour. I'll pray, but you're not praying with faith. I need folk that's going to pray. Somebody say, with faith. With faith. Well, here's the, the, the second thing I said, that intercession provides our recovery. Intercession requires our revealing. And watch this in, in verse 15b. If he has committed sins, they will be forgiven. Intercession provides our remission. Y'all got to stay with me. Somebody say remission. The shedding of blood promises the remission of our sins. Yet it is the support of believers by way of intercession that makes way for that remission. Y'all got to stay with me. What am I trying to say? The intercession of others do not, does not necessarily deny our guilt, but it does help. Watch this dispense grace. The reason why it helps me to get to a place where God will forgive me is because God extends grace as a result of intercession. Somebody say intercession. 
You need some folk praying for you while you're in your mess, y'all. That means while you were, were in sin or still in sin, there were some prayers of others. Watch this, that kept you. Somebody say they kept me. While you were sleeping around, the prayers of that church mother kept you. When you were stealing from others, the prayer of that deacon kept you. When you were seeking deep in sin, the prayers of your grandmother kept you. Listen, that's good news to me. When when, 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 when I'm acting a doggone fool and I didn't even know that there were some prayers that were keeping me. That, That there was some folk that was praying over my little ugly picture. Keeping me. That That's good, y'all. Your little bad behind was kept by some prayers. And, and watch this. Grace will keep you from falling until you have sense enough to ask for forgiveness. How, how does intercession produce this level of remission? Because grace will keep you from falling until you got sense enough to ask for forgiveness. And watch this. The prayers of others will cause your eyes to be illuminated. Here's what I'm trying to say. I could be doing an assignment. I'm going to give y'all a prime example. When I was in college, I I slept with a whole bunch of women. Somebody say a whole bunch. All right? And I know other people who slept with one person and got a disease. But when you know that, there was some prayers that was keeping you. And and God, watch this. God God can keep other folk and bless other folk. That may have been what happened to them, but thank God it ain't happened to me. Okay. My wife over there saying, thank God it didn't happen to me. Right? He will cause you, he will cause you to see how some prayers kept you. That's good news. Y'all gotta remember, y'all gotta thank God for some prayers that kept you. Yeah, yeah, some prayers that kept you. I'm so, I'm so grateful for my mother-in-law, and I tell her this all the time. I say, you got some good kids. I know they may not be perfect, but you got some good kids. But she has some prayers over their lives that was keeping them. That's why we still, what, what, I heard um, Dr. Claudia Anderson Copeland say, where the mother's at? She say, she say they wearing stilettos and thongs now. They, 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 they not praying anymore. We need some mothers that'll be on the altar praying, that'll lay on their face praying. Because watch this, the reason why we losing so many of our kids is because the mothers stopped praying. We, we, we need some folks, some mothers praying. I know the men can pray, but it ain't nothing like when a mother prays. When you get hit them in the other room, you try to lay your head down, and they going up. That's them kind of prayers I need. I don't know about y'all. And and notice this. This is why you need the right people interceding for you. Watch this. Those who know grace. Those who've experienced grace. And watch this. Even those who are full of grace. Because those are the ones that can pray grace for you. And here's a word of wisdom. That means you should never share what you're guilty with with someone that's not full of grace. Because those without grace don't know how to handle the guilt. We, we, we've shared stuff with people because they got titles. We've shared stuff with people because we saw them on the pulpit. Do y'all know it's folk on the pulpit that don't have no grace? I've shared some stuff with the wrong folk. And people without grace don't know how to handle the guilty. Tell your neighbor, that's all of us. That's all of us. We're all guilty. And and watch this. Because those without grace, um, if you share stuff with those without grace, will cause you great grief. That means regret or remorse. 
when you share with someone who does not know how to handle the guilty. I don't know if y'all ever shared some sin with some folk that didn't have grace. Because watch this. One Greek translation, translation of the word remission it means pardon. And in the natural, when the right person sends a letter to the person with the ability to pardon you, it carries great influence. Y'all know the governor can pardon folk. Right? The president can pardon folk. But I can send a letter to the president, and the president probably won't even get my letter. Because watch this, I don't have that kind of influence. Somebody say influence. So when it gets in the hands of the right person who knows grace, who's experienced grace, it has another level of influence when it gets to God. Oh, my gosh. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to stop sharing some stuff with the wrong phone. Intercession, that means intercession has influence. That's, that's good news. And herein lies um, one of the reasons why many have failed to receive remission of their sins. Because we shared our sins with those that condemned us in our sins rather than covering us in our sins by way of intercession. And hear this, there will come a time when we all need to be covered. Somebody say covered. I, I, when, 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 when we say cover me in prayer, it's not just a cliche. I'm not just going to say that for a cliche, y'all. Right? That it is some sins require covering. Somebody say covering. covering. Ephesians 5.12 speaks of some sins, watch this, that are even shameful to speak of. And those are sins that we need to cover in prayer, that need covered in grace. And watch this, that need to be carried to the Father by way of intercession. It's going to be some stuff that a pastor is going to reveal to a certain person that needs to be covered. All right, because here's the, here's the truth of the matter. The Bible says that all of us have sinned and fallen short of his glory. And as long as you're wrapped in flesh, you're subject to fall. Somebody say fall. I got to make sure I get that kind of stuff in the right person's hands. All right, that, that I know that I'm not this perfect person. I may preach his word, but tell your neighbor the pastor ain't perfect. So I got to make sure that it gets to a place where somebody can cover me in prayer. That it can be covered with grace. And that it can be carried to the Father by way of intercession. We done gave some stuff up to the wrong folk, y'all. All right, if I'm going to confide in you concerning my sins, uh, the least you can do is cover and carry my sins to the Lord in intercession. Uh, that, that, that's, that's all I'm asking for. I ain't asking. But many times, look, when I, give, when I tell certain people about myself, I don't need no counsel. I need cover. I don't need no counsel, but I need you to carry. Hallelujah. Because our anointing to intercede provides our remission. So I'm, I'm done, y'all, and I'm going to be out your way. I said that intercession requires revealing. Intercession, it, it will produce our recovery. There's some stuff that we need recovered, y'all, but somebody needs to intercede by faith. And then it also can promote a, a, a position me for my remission, that grace can cover me until I have sense enough to ask God to forgive me. And your unwillingness to intercede might be the very reason, watch this, that God fails to intervene in the life of another. Y'all know how much weight that is? That, that God says, I, I was just waiting on you to intercede and I would have intervened. That, 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 that husband that you, that you got some issues with, I was just waiting on somebody to intercede for him rather than you spewing negatives about him. I, I, I was waiting for you to intercede, and I would have got your son off of them drugs. But you failed to intercede, and God failed to intervene. Tell your neighbor, I'm anointed to intercede. 
And someone's life is depending on our anointing to intercede. There's a need on earth that is waiting on your intercession to encounter the God of heaven and earth. How do I know? How do I know? Consider the latter portion of verse 16 in our foundational text. It says, the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Somebody say accomplish. That, that, that word accomplish in our text is the Greek word energio, which is likened to an electrical current or an electrical response to a wire. My brother, my, my cousin's an engineer, so he knows what I'm talking about. In other words, when the prayer of intercession connects with our problem, God responds with power. Did y'all just hear what I just said? When the prayer of intercession connects with our problem, God responds to power, with power. Y'all know you can put, it's like jumper cables, y'all. You have the negative and the positive, and you put it together, it, there, there comes power. I, it's the same way when God knows there's a problem, a negative, and I can find myself connected in prayer. Somebody say the positive. God produces and responds with power. Oh, Lord, that's good news to me. That's good news. But you, you worried about what somebody going to say about your problem. You, 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 you worried that people going to share your problem across the, the social media. No, I want to get my problem in the hands of somebody with some prayer. And then God can respond. Somebody say, with power. That's good news to me, y'all. I want God to respond with power. Someone's waiting on the response of God in their life. And God is, watch this, waiting to receive our intercession. That's why we're anointed to intercede for one another. It requires revealing. It promises our recovery. It provides our remission. And intercession, we want our intercession to cause, watch this, the Lord to respond. Somebody say intercession. This morning, I want to intercede for some folk. There's some folk that got some problems this morning, y'all. You, you're, you're waiting on God to respond, but you fail to find someone to intercede for you. I want to intercede for you this morning. If that's you, come to this altar. Whatever it might be, come to this altar. I want to intercede for you. If you want power to begin to manifest in your life, the power of God, I want to intercede for you. Come to this altar. There's some people that's been waiting on some stuff to recover, but you haven't had anybody to intercede for you. Keep sitting on that, and you're going to keep waiting on God. We need God to respond. Hallelujah. We need God to respond. I want to give everybody an opportunity. I'm extending grace until we have sense enough to come to God. Come on. Come to this altar. Come to this altar. I believe God can respond on this morning. Some of us are dealing with some stuff that we can't even believe. Some stuff that we fail to reveal to some folk. And God is saying, I'm waiting on intercession. I want to intervene, but I'm waiting on intercession. If that's you, I want you to come to this altar. Come on, and if you know the power of intercession, begin to pray. Begin to pray for those on this altar. Come on, come on. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. And, the, and, and all those in the congregation, begin to pray for these on this altar. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask Pastor Cole, can you come? I want you to pray as I lay hands on them. Come on. Begin to intercede. Somebody open up your mouth. Begin to pray. Your prayer might be the reason that power has failed to come up in their life. Come on, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Hallelujah. 
bless your name, God. That even in these moments, God, we find ourselves in a place that we ran out of prayers for ourselves, God. But we thank you, God, even right now that you sent a Savior. And not only did you send a Savior, God, you sent a Holy Spirit. That in your words that it came to intercede and to comfort us. So even right now, God, we thank you, God, for every time we were in the lowest places of our lives, that you still met us there, God. God, even in the places when we weren't humble, God, and we weren't searching after you, but you knew what we needed and you found us, God. And we say thank you right now, God. That, that when we couldn't see ourselves, God, somebody else was praying for us. And someone else knew the power of prayer. So even right now, God, regardless if the words were spoken, regardless if they got out of their seats, God, you know the need. So we're calling on you right now, God. We're calling on the power of the blood. The same blood that dripped down Calvary, we're calling on that power right now, God to intercede into our finances, God, to intercede into our health, God, to intercede on mental illness, God. We need you right now, God. We need the same power that can wipe away every sin, oh God. We need the power that's easy to erase condemnation, God. Your power never got weak, God. The only thing you asked to do was to call on you. So on this morning, God, we're calling on you, God. We're calling on your name, God. When we don't know the words to say, God, all we can say is Jesus. Because, God, we thank you that you're still interceding for us, God. The work didn't stop on Calvary, but you sit next to the Father. And you intercede, and you never sleep, and you never slumber, God. God, even those moments you feel like you forgot about us, we thank you, God, for speaking on our behalf and taking our negative responses and turning it into something positive, even right now, God. This moment is just for your glory. God, the reason why we're up here, we're trying to connect with heaven because your word said if it's done in heaven, God, we're waiting to receive it on earth. So we know it's already done. We thank you for the power. Connect us to us, God. As we reach up and we surrender our will, God, it takes surrendering that we accept your will, God, but not our own. And we thank you right now, God. Even if it takes more than a day to see the result, God, we thank you right now, God. When we don't know how it will turn out, we thank you right now, God. Because we also know that you inhabit the praises of your people. God, we call on you as your people right now, God. We need the land to be healed, God. We need the anger to be healed right now, God. 
We need the bitterness and the unforgiveness to be healed right now, God. Not just touch our hands, but touch our hearts, God. Touch our minds, God. Transform us even right now. Show us in the mirror that we can be a new creature. But it's only through your power, God. We thank you for the saints that were before us that saw something more than we saw in ourselves. We thank you for the mothers and the fathers and the grandmothers, God. Raise up a new generation, even right now, God, that is called to intercede on someone's behalf. Regardless if it's the person on the altar or the person in the pulpit, raise them up. We thank you, God, and you're deserving of all the glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus, if you believe it, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. A name above all names. In Jesus' name. And it is so.